It has now been made more clear by the Chicago Bulls and their front office that they are not planning to go the full rebuild that some Bulls fans are thinking that they're going. We're going to talk about the report that just came out most recently. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes, holding it down for the, myself, I guess, the team, the Chi-Town Sports Central team. Make sure you guys are checking out the Chi-Town Sports Central family. If, you got, if you're a fan of any Chicago sports team, we, pro- we probably got a podcast for you. Chicago White Sox and Chicago Cubs Central, Chicago Blackhawks Central, Chicago, uh, you know, uh, Sky Central, Chicago Bears Central, of course, Chicago Bulls Central, where you find yourself at here now. And we're looking to add a Chicago Fire uh, show as well. So if you guys are interested in that, let me know if you guys are in- anybody's interested in hosting. But with that said, let's go ahead and get into the Bears topic. I mean, the Bulls topics for today. So it came out today that right now, and I'm going to read a di- di- direct quote. And this is this is important, right? This one comes from Michael uh, Scotto, who reports that the, uh, the Bulls are currently looking for players that can help them win now and maybe a pick down the line if they can add that to the cupboard. They are not looking to go full rebuild. I've been telling you guys this now for the better part of basically since the Zach Levine trade came out is that the bear, the bulls, while I, I get it, they're moving. Zach Levine is a major piece. They're not necessarily all of a sudden looking to go, to bottom out. They're not looking to be a team. That's just going to be bad. They're not going to commit to that. AK has never done that since the, the Carmelo Anthony trade, since uh, he left uh, the Denver nuggets, they have never had a team that's won less than 30 games. Now, again, 30 games isn't an amazing mark by any stretch of the imagination, and that was long before AK came there as well, but they have not been a franchise that is completely bottom out to just increase their value. I know a lot of people have this thought process that you have to tank to get the best talent to then get yourself better. That's, not, that, that's a route that many teams go, but it's not a route that always is going to guarantee you to be a, become a championship contender, and that is not the route that AK in this front office is going. That doesn't mean that I necessarily always agree with it, but I understand it, and right, and I think we have to come to the reality and the fruition and the and, and just the understanding that this is not going to be a team that bottoms out. It's just not to. They're not going to go full rebuild. They're not going to blow it all up to just be bad for years. This is going to be a team that is always going to try to add pieces to whatever the direction that this team is. That means even after the Zach Levine trade, that means even after if DeMar DeRozan's moved on, they're still going to be a team that is trying to compete for at least a play-in or playoff spot. They're trying to be the best that they possibly can be and finding the right pieces that fit together. Does that mean it's always going to be successful? No. Does that mean that they're going to make the playoffs just because they're aiming to try to make a play-in? No, it does not mean that at all either. This team very well could still end up in the lottery even with trying to find the right pieces to try to get them to win now. And that, if they do, do, they, they do that, and let's say they do get lucky. Let's say they are a team that compete. They, make, they don't make it into the play-in tournament or they get eliminated in that first game of the play-in tournament. They go into the lottery. Let's say by some chance they end up getting a top four pick in the lottery. That is going, then you're adding a top four pick to a, to a lineup that already has some heart, that already has a direction. You're not trying to find your player to get your direction. I'm not expecting everyone to agree with that. I want to be clear there. Not expecting that any stretch everyone to agree with that direction, but that is what the front office has been, and that's what they are telling us as well is going to happen with this team, and we got to just come to it. All the trade machine uh, things that you guys are doing to blow this up, to blow that up, to trade DeMar, to trade Vooch, to trade Patrick Williams, it's probably not coming. You could very well see the only move that the Chicago Bulls team makes by this trade deadline 
is the Zach Levine trade. Now, DeMar could be moved as well, especially with that extension talks not going the way that the Bulls would want. But overall, you're not going to see this team go in a direction and area where they're trying to be one of the bottom teams in the NBA. It's just not going to happen. And I think that, you know, it's, it's, it's good to just hear that now so people can come. And I know some people are still going to have their doubts on if that's really going to happen, but that is what teams have always kind of said. That's what we've always heard. That's what's always been the case. This is not going to be a team that tries to get into that area of just being bad, and people have to realize that. You got to stop being surprised by what this team is going to do. Now, with that said, we're nearing that December 15th date, and there are some players that become available. For example, the Lakers, D'Angelo Russell, Gabe Vincent, Christian Wood, all become available to be traded by that December 15th date. We know that the Lakers have been interested, have been rumored as a team that's interested in both DeMar and Zach Levine. The Cleveland Cavaliers, Karis LeVert becomes eligible to be to be moved by the December 15th. Uh, so, you know, that's another one. I don't think the Cavaliers are really going to be a team that's interested in that. Uh, but for the Bulls, Javon Carter and Torrey Craig become eligible to be moved by that December 15th date. I do think that there's a chance that one of them could be included in the Zach Levine trade, depending on if you got to open up a roster spot or if you have to um, – uh, free up a little bit more money if you're taking on more salary back, right? So those are some things to look out for. Are they are they the great options? No, but there are, you know, that's what starts happening if you start looking at players that can become available at that December 15th deadline. And it's, they're not all of it, but again, you're going to see this team try to add pieces that can add to this core and that they can keep trying to win, maybe even adopt this new play style that we've seen from this team be a little bit more consistent, but you're not going to see this team bottom out. And I know that there are going to be some Bulls fans that are absolutely upset by that. There's going to be some Bulls fans that think, hey, is this mismanaged? Is this management doing the wrong thing again? There's going to be some of that for sure. But when it comes down to it, that is the direction that this front office is picking. And we'll see if they're successful in it. There's going to be some doubts. There's going to be some hope either way. But, um, hey, that's where we stand right now. And when somebody tells you who they are, you got to believe. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. And so we'll end up seeing what it comes down to, man. I know some, some people are going to be upset to hear that, but it kind of is what it is. But let me know your thoughts down below. In a surprising turn of events, and one that I think is long overdue for the Chicago Bulls franchise, they today have announced a ring of honor, and this is important for a lot of reasons. The Chicago Bulls, like many other franchises across all of sports, have moved away from retiring jersey numbers. So it's left many Bulls fans to ask some of their favorite players over Bulls history, how would the Bulls celebrate those players outside of just kind of bringing them back uh, sell, you know, announce them, having put their name on the on the on the big big screen and things like that, and you know, having a video package. How are you going to celebrate the players that have given and sacrificed for your franchise? Well, the Chicago Bulls now have announced their inaugural Ring of Honor, and this is important. I think I dropped a video on this about the potential of the Bulls having a Ring of Honor type thing about a year, year and a half ago, and so they have now announced their inaugural Ring of Honor class. 
And it's a good one. Now, there are going to be some players that are left off this. We're going to talk about the players that are left off of it and what it can mean that comes down the pipeline for the future for the Chicago Bulls franchise. But the inaugural Ring of Honor class for the Chicago Bulls are this. Jerry Sloan, Bob Love, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Tony Kukoc, Chet Walker, Artis Gilmore, Dennis Rodman are part of that initial class for the Chicago Chicago Bulls. And I think that's important. Then when you look at the, the outside the players, Phil Jackson, Jerry Krause, Johnny Red Kerr, Tex Winter and Dick Kellen as well are announced as part of that inaugural class. And then you also have the 1995 to 96 Chicago Bulls championship team that are announced as the inaugural Ring of Honor class for the Chicago Bulls. I love this. Let me be clear. I absolutely love that the Bulls are doing this. I love that this is an opportunity to celebrate the players that, like I said, have sacrificed for this franchise as a, and have given one championships, one awards, whatever that's going to be. And especially like we recently talked about Dennis Rodman potentially having his jersey number retired. And he talked about he would love to see his jersey number up in the rafters with Pippen and Jordan and the players that he played with. But, you know, that's not going to happen. It seems like the Bulls, like I said, it's not just the Chicago Bulls. Many other franchises across all of sports have have stopped retiring jersey numbers because at some point you get to the point where you're just running out of numbers. So uh, I think this is amazing. I love this inaugural class. If you notice, none of the 2,000 players are on this class list, which we'll talk about here in a second. But I think this is a big step for the Chicago Bulls franchise to find a way to keep, like I said, celebrating the players. Now, I know there are going to be some people that say, well, are they doing this now because of the state of the franchise, things like that. I think this is long overdue. This is something other franchises do in sports. And this, this first initial class, is celebrating some of the, the some of the biggest names from the past of the Chicago Bulls. Now, their players ask, where's Joe Kim Noah? Where's Kirk Heinrich? Where's Lou Aldang? When is Derrick Rose going to be in, in this class? And I think we're going to get to that, right? You don't want to kind of blow your load all in that initial class. You want to leave some things because this is going to be something that the Bulls do year after year theoretically. And so you want to leave some of those names on that list to celebrate. But yeah, Kirk Heinrich is definitely one that I think expect to make this list. Derrick Rose, that goes without saying. Joe Kim Noah, that goes without saying. Lou Aldang, that's another one that kind of goes without saying, in my opinion. But you're going to get other names as well on that list as the Bulls look to celebrate the players and the history of their franchise. Again, I love this. I think this is an amazing idea. I think that it's amazing that they brought, brought this. I heard no inklings of this happening. This completely caught me and many other Bulls content creators and fans completely by surprise because... The Bulls have, for the long part, kind of been quiet. Mom has been the word about how they're going to celebrate the players from their past because they're not returning, retiring jersey numbers anymore. But when you think about some of the teams that could be uh, thrown in there as well, the 72 and 10 team is definitely going to be one that's, that's uh, you know, brought into the ring of honor at some point in time. This is major. This is a great step. Joe Kim Noah has to get in there at some point in time. And you just got to you gotta know. It's coming. They may be waiting until Derrick Rose retires. I expect it's probably going to be Derrick Rose and Joe Kim Noah at least are going to go in there at the same time. Maybe even Luau Dane goes in there with them. But, you know, he may come before. Maybe him and Kirk Heinrich as players that were kind of brought to the team at the same time. But Joe Kim Noah, Derrick Rose, they're coming at some point in time. Ben Gordon, I don't think he's done enough to kind of get there when it comes down to it. But like I said, I love the fact that the Chicago Bulls did this. I think this is amazing. I think this is a great idea. And I can't wait to see the future names that are also going to be on this list. But I want to hear from you guys down below. What do you think about this inaugural class? Yes, it's missing some big names. But again, keep in mind that you're not going to throw everybody's name out there that's, that, that you want to see in the ring of honor right away. You need to save some names. So you have names to go in there every single year. 
Um, you're probably going to see, uh, you know, some some of the, the other the other names that we're expecting in that. Paxson's going to be on that list at some point in time, both as GM and as a player that's won titles here. BJ Armstrong's probably going to be, be on there at some point in time as well. Don't be surprised if Luke Longley, especially, he gets on there again as some time goes on. Yes, you're going to see some teams brought in there that has those players on it, but specific players, you're going to see that down the road as well. But let me know, what are some of the biggest names left off it so far that you guys want to see? Who do you want to see in the future? Who are some guys that you think may be on the precipice that may yeah, it may have to take some convincing to get in the ring of honor? Let me know what you guys think on all that down below. Make sure you're following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-240, I'm sorry, 270-2996. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Thanks to you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See you right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.